Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey love, welcome to the Selfish Bay Podcast, aka Selfish Talk, hosted by me, Olenike O.C. Selfish Babe is a personal development and women's lifestyle brand dedicated to women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. On this podcast, expect to have your mind expanded, curse words said, and to gain a new perspective about who the fuck you are. Let's get into it. The Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast is sponsored by my company, Goddess Detox. Goddess Detox is a holistic wellness company dedicated to providing women with self-love inspired products to physically, spiritually, and emotionally detox. If you are a woman wanting to detox her ex, detox negative emotions, as well as to get more in tune with yourself and your vagina, check out our Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, as well as our Queen's Theme and Queen's Throne Combo, which is the in-home vaginal steam set for your convenience. You can find out more information on our products at goddessdetox.org, as well as follow at goddessdetox on Instagram. Tell them Olenike OC sent you. Hey, beautiful Selfish Babe. It is your girl, Olenike OC, bringing you another Selfish Babe, Selfish Talk podcast. And if you are watching on Selfish Talk TV, hey, what's up? What's good? And if you're not watching on Selfish Talk TV, make sure that you go to the Selfish Babe app and start watching on Selfish Talk TV because now we have all of our podcasts in video format so you can actually see us as well. So in today's podcast, we are talking about why you should fuck with crystals, the 411 you need to know. And I had to bring on my girl, Paula, who is the CEO and founder of Chakra Zulu Crystal. Say hi, Paula. Hey, y'all. <laughs> and um, it was pretty random, but I had met her at the Soul Care Retreat that my friend Omi had put on, and she was one of the sponsors. And I've, I've never followed the Instagram page before until after I met her at Shocker Zulu Crystal. So if you're not following on Instagram, make sure to follow her on Instagram. But it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to see the stones. It's beautiful to see the knowledge behind the stones. Apart from like pretty pictures, she gives wonderful information as to what the stones are used for and I thought that was great and I was like wow this girl has like a lot of knowledge on crystals and I'm like dang like selfish babe should totally know about this like I know about crystals but I don't think like everybody knows about crystals and so I really wanted to bring on Paula so we can talk about why you should fuck with crystals and what type of healing it can bring into your life but as you guys know before I start any podcast when I bring in a podcast guest. I like to talk, I like for them to speak about a past traumatic or obstacle that they may have faced in their life. Um, because again, you know, we can go through some things in our lives and in that moment we can feel very, very stuck. But 
I always can keep this in my mind that this moment is not going to last forever and that there's many more moments to come from this. And so I like bringing on women guests because it's just like they too have experienced trauma and obstacles in their life, but they're at different points in their lives. Not saying that they're never going to experience that stuff again, but they're a little bit more equipped to better handle that stuff, but they can reflect back and kind of give you examples of what they've experienced because maybe what they've experienced, you've also experienced, or maybe you're going through that right now. And so I wanted to first have Paula talk about her personal traumas, how she got into the crystals, and we're going to get right into why you should fuck with crystals as well. So take it away, love. All right. So how did Paula start fucking with crystals? I actually got started around the time I was about six or seven years old. Um, Took a trip to a museum for a field trip. And in the gift shop, there were crystals and minerals. And I saw this pretty pink one. Had to have it. Fell in love with it. All I knew was that it was called rose quartz, but I carried this thing everywhere I went. Mm. And subsequently, if I went on trips to other places, and lo and behold, in the gift shop, I saw crystals I would dig through for others. Yeah. And so um, I actually fell in love with um, three. Yeah. And my, the first being rose quartz, the second being clear quartz, yeah. um, and the third being snowflake obsidian. Hmm. And um, I actually have a set of those in my shop now, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but I had, at, you know, six or seven, I had no idea why I liked these. I just liked them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, fast forward, you know, grow up, adolescent years, eh, lose my crystals, whatevs, don't think twice about it because, you know, they were just rocks. Yeah. Um, and you sort of fast forward to 2015. And out of the blue, I was like, man, I used to love holding rose quartz. I should probably order a piece. I'm just, I'm going to order a piece. Yeah. And when I ordered it, it actually came with a little info card with the meaning yeah. Rose Quartz is a stone of love, but it's unconditional love. It's very soothing. It is forgiveness. It deals with all of your matters of the heart. Yeah. And in that moment, I thought, well, damn, that's really what I needed as a child. Yeah. Um, because while I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up um, with any financial challenges, my household was definitely full of emotional trauma mm. um, and, uh, you know, sort of things that were behaviors that were passed down to me from my father, behaviors that were passed down to me from my mother, um, you know, sort of watching those two interact mm. in perhaps, you know, maybe not the healthiest of ways. Um, so I would definitely say my childhood home was more of a hostile environment. Mm. Uh, so in retrospect, at 20-something, ordering, you know, a piece of rose quartz, I was like, dang, I was, I needed this that whole time, and I never knew. Mm. Would you be able to go into, like, what kind of emotional trauma you may have experienced? Mm, let's see. Whew. Constant, um, lots of arguing, um, lots of um, beating, if you will. Um, so definitely, you know, old school parents where, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> so a lot of, um, beating, there was definitely sexual trauma from those 
family members that, you know, managed to stay close, mm. but are never, um, never called out for their behavior. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I literally have traumas for days. And I will say the snowflake obsidian definitely ties into emotional trauma. Yeah. That is an amazing stone for um, emotional stability. It's great for purging those negative emotions, which are necessary, you know, but in order to help you sort of get rid of them, the snowflake obsidian is definitely a, a gentle healer. Okay. And would you be able to go into detail about one specific trauma in detail, like maybe what you experienced, how it was, or like kind of set the, the uh, visual kind of for the selfish babe listening? Because I know you also mentioned the sexual trauma or the emotional trauma. You can pick on either, either okay. one. Okay, so you know what? Um, we'll speak on the emotional trauma. So um, my mother, and this was a huge turn of events in my life. My mother um, was my world, definitely um, my, my role model. Yeah. Literally just my God. She was my God. That's the person that gives you life. That's the person that was my God. Mm -hmm. And my mother fell ill when I was 12. Yeah. And by the time that I was 14, I was doing like 75% of her caregiving. So, you know, it was sort of like, you know, she never stopped being my mother, but in a sense, she stopped being my mother. And I low-key became her mother, her caregiver, her caregiver when she was unable to do for herself. Yeah. Um, and I am the youngest of four children um, by like decades. My parents were not trying to have me when they had me. Okay. Um, but I feel like our home life was so toxic when everybody became of age, they just fled. It was never anything they wanted to go back to. Yeah. So here I was, the youngest of four, being my mother's caregiver. Um, my dad, definitely an old school guy, sort of emotionally unavailable is what you find um, uh, with people of his age because, you know, they grew up in a time where emotional availability was not low-key, not an option because they had to survive. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, she fell ill when I was 12. I'm sorry? Was your dad still living in the house? Oh, my parents were married until my mother passed away. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, But again, just not available as much. He worked, so... Um, you know, I did most of her caregiving and, you know, by the time I was 16, I was, you know, driving her to her doctor's appointments when schedules would permit. And if she had long stays, you know, in the hospital, which were quite frequent, I would do my best to stay with her as long as I could. And if I could get away with spending the night there, sometimes I would, and then, you know, get up and take myself, drive myself to school the next day. Um, And that was just huge. I was doing all sorts of things that I feel, you know, no one in that age bracket is doing. Meanwhile, my friends are just out, you know, just being teenagers. And I'm like, no, you know, I have to go home. There's wound care to be done. I have to cook because my father still expects food to be on the table, even though my mom can't necessarily do it. Um, You know, all of of those things, watching her get ill uh, or, you know, having to call an ambulance. Yeah. And being able to ramble off every single medication that she's taking down to the milligram and how many times a day. Wow. And then getting in her car and then following the ambulance to the hospital. Like it's, that was basically my life um, <laughs> until she passed away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
How long was that time period? Okay, so um, like I said, her uh, ailments definitely started to affect her to where she could work no more when I was 12. Yeah. Uh, and she passed away just a few months before I turned 21. Okay, so you were taking care of her all that time and you were at home. Mm -hmm. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. And so in what way did that affect you? Apart from like you taking care of her, but then the aftermath of like, you know, your God. You know, just like, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, it was, it was hard, but at the same time, I, I held no resentment for that because I feel like that's probably why I was born <laughs> the unexpected, you know, child, um, mm -hmm. because I, I don't foresee any, I didn't foresee, or even in retrospect, think anybody else would really step up to the plate in the way that they would need to. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like that was probably part of my role. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. In terms of you um, working through the loss of your mother, was was Crystals a part of that? No, it was not because at that point in time, I had lost my you know connection or my attachment to them. Yeah, definitely therapy was huge, yeah. um, but definitely no Crystals at that time. Okay, I wish, I wish. <laughs> you said you wish. Yes. So then now let's fast forward back to now when you're like, oh, let me order some rose quartz and you got the rose quartz. Now, how do we get more into crystals again? Ooh. Okay. So it, I always tell people it's it, that whole time frame of, you know, 2015 and ordering that single piece of rose quartz was literally a snowball. It yeah. was almost like a vacuum I got sucked into. Um, never had I been able to, study something and comprehend yeah i almost was a little savant of crystals i could i can name them i can tell you what they do i can tell you what they're for yeah. and all the information just came and it stuck yes um, and so i always tell people crystals are like my second language yeah um, and i think it, it got to a point where the crystals were like uh-huh welcome home <laughs> I don't know who I was in a past life or what I did, but um, yeah, they are just almost like a second language. I'm very familiar with them. Okay. And then after you got that rose quartz, like how did you start Chakra Zulu? Was it right after? Like how did you get into no, that? Not at all. I remember thinking, God, if I love these things so much, I should share them with the world. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, the fear, the doubt, well, I don't know how to run a business. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, this is scary. The people are going to think this is weird. You know, all of those external factors, all of that internal chatter. Yeah. Um, until one day, I literally just got started. Yeah. In spite of. And um, in life, that's where the magic is. The in spite of. That action. Mm. In spite of the fear. In spite of the doubt. In spite of what looks like you may not be able to do something. I just got started. And what was getting started to you? Uh, literally ordering crystals and, you know, small amounts. Yeah. Um, and I, I just thought I literally got started. I was like, okay, I'm going to start an Instagram. And I, but at that time I would sell via, you know, DMS and PayPal transactions. Yes. And then shortly after that, um, I was like, you know what, time to get a website. And I started with, you know, the smallest package I could. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay. We're just gonna try it out and I hope I hope this pays for itself yeah um, of course it did um, 
but yeah, just definitely getting started. Definitely starting that, um, starting in the DMs. You got to start somewhere. Yes. And to beginning a platform and then taking off from there. And did you start in 2015? No, late 2016. Wow. And it's like three years, y'all. Like, that's amazing to think about. and like seeing it grow so much like I feel the same with both goddess detox and selfish babe as well so that's pretty dope I'm glad you were able to start in spite of now for the selfish babe listening if they don't understand what a crystal is and we're talking about crystals like how would you even define what a crystal is Hmm. um I would have to say it's a mineral it's your crystals you sometimes you may see them tumbled Mm -hmm. um those are the smooth you know rocks Mm-hmm. So, so many people, funny story though, when I was quitting my job to pursue my business full time, you know, Pa was quitting to sell rocks. That was the whole, uh, yeah, she's quitting to sell rocks. So a lot of people will say, oh, these are, what do these rocks do? They are rock formations, but yeah. not just your plain average rocks. And sometimes you will find them tumbled. Uh, sometimes they do come rough. Sometimes they grow in clusters. Sometimes they grow in points. Um, but they each have a specific vibration to them. Mm, and they're found in the earth? Yes, they are. And mm-hmm. when you say specific vibration, what do you mean by that? Mm, each of them have a task that they do. You have some that are linked to intuition. Yeah. You have some that are linked to um, sort of your crown or your ori um, that help draw in that energy, help cleanse um, the energy. They come from the earth, just as you said, and I like to think of crystals as conduits. What's that? Mm, a conduit is um, a thing, I guess, by which energy passes through. Yes. So I feel like crystals are conduits for healing. Mm, okay. And then they have a certain vibrational energy that they give to the person, right? Very much so correct. So like... Like I said, Selfish Babe, it's like everything has a vibrational energy and you can use it for different things, including plants, which we've talked about before. But even like things found in the earth, such as these crystals, they hold a certain vibrational energy to provide you with that certain vibrational energy in your life. Now, when we talk about crystals, I don't think that we can talk about crystals without chakras because I know a lot of crystals are aligned with certain chakras. Now, what is a chakra? Hmm. A chakra is an energy point in your body. Mm-hmm. And there, there are hundreds. Uh, they're more so emotional centers, I like to think of them as, than a physical location. Okay. Um, but your chakras, there are you know, seven main chakras, even though there are hundreds. You have your seven main chakras, um, which are your root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, your throat, your third eye, and your crown. Mm. And so with these chakras... Like, why do they matter to us? Why should we know about them? Mm, mm. Because they, to me, I feel like they dictate almost every point in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, your root chakra governs your safety and your security. Yeah. And to me, like, in order to secure a bag, first of all, you got to be safe and secure to do that. Mm. Um, if your basic need isn't met, you really can't do nothing else. You're not going to do anything else. You're going to be stuck. That's true. Um, your, your sacral chakra is um, your point in which your sexuality, your creativity comes from. Yeah. Um, because the woman's womb is a creative place. That's where we give life. Yeah. So the sacral is connected to the womb area. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, and you've got your solar plexus, which is here. Which is your um, tummy, above your tummy? <laughs> yeah, a couple, couple, a few fingers um, down from like your, your breastbone here is okay. where your solar plexus sits. Okay. Um, and that's where all of your, that's your fire chakra. That's where all of your willpower, um, your motivation comes from. That's, I call it the get shit done chakra. So um, if you feel like you're like, lack of motivation, could it be your, your solar plexus chakra that needs work on? Very well. Very much so. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And above that one, what's next? Oh, that's your heart. That's your heart. That's the most important one to me. Yeah. Uh, only because it is the bridge between the physical and the spiritual. Mm. There are seven chakras. This is your fourth chakra, your heart chakra. Um, and of course, it again, it acts as a bridge. The three lower chakras are linked to your physical body. Yeah. Whereas your three upper chakras, your throat, your third eye, and your crown are linked to your spiritual side so there was a quote that I had read it was kind of like you know everybody's talking about getting their head right and that's cool too but it also said you should get your heart right and I think that's very important when we talk about emotional trauma sexual abuse just all this stuff is like our heart a lot of the things that we've experienced in the past in the past can really I like to call add filth to the heart and so talking about crystals and other types of healing what we're working towards is kind of clearing out your heart so that it can be expansive so that more love can come in and so that you can just function way better than you've ever functioned before and maybe not be so down in the dumps now apart from the heart where do we go Mm, you go up to the throat chakra and your throat chakra is low-key a cousin to your sacral mm. because there's creativity that comes from here as well okay so this is definitely linked to expression yeah. inward expression outward expression um living your your personal truth mm. how you communicate with others mm. do you think that for someone that has problems speaking up from themselves it would be like a throat chakra thing blocked yes yeah. <laughs> definitely a blocked throat chakra issue okay. and we're going to talk about uh, what crystals we can use to help unblock the throat chakra but after that what's next all right and then so we come up here mm-hmm. to your brow chakra or popularly known as your third eye here um and this deals with your intuition your foresight um your discernment yeah mm-hmm. and then above there and then above there, we've got your crown chakra, and that is your connectedness to God or your connectedness to source. Mm-hmm. And now with knowing the chakras and understanding a little bit about crystals having a certain type of vibrational energy, how do we bring that together? Like, how do we bring in crystal healing and then chakras for healing of the body or for certain things that may be, certain things we may want to see in our lives, but we don't see them because we have certain chakras that are blocked? You have certain blockages, absolutely. So this goes back to us um, thinking about crystals as conduits, conduits for healing. They all hold a vibration. And if you are open to that healing, you can definitely receive that. Mm. Um, So, and this sort of ties into a little bit of Reiki as well. Um, Ah, Reiki is energy healing. It is the cleansing and clearing of the chakras by way of a trained practitioner um, who can sort of channel the universe, the universal chi or that um the light the universal light into your body 
and guide it through your chakras and you know sort of push away um the things that may muddy them or block them yeah so it's kind of like sweeping away dirt from a chakra and so um now that we know like kind of understand the way that crystals function the way that chakras function let's say that i'm a selfish babe and i've had a lot of emotional trauma in the past you know what crystals would you recommend i use and how would i use them you know i got it but like what do i do i understand so emotional trauma i have a set in the shop right now for grief yeah and uh, some of the stones in that are apache tears Mm-hmm. which is in the obsidian family, um, which is amazing for um, dealing with trauma, helping you out with the trauma. Um, it's got amethyst, which is linked to your crown chakra, but amazing for um, just giving off good vibes and sort of removing stress. Mm-hmm. There's rose quartz, which is all about healing that heart chakra. Um, Chrysocola, which is actually a dual stone. So some stones do have... Um, dual properties where chrysocolla is a blue stone that is linked to your throat chakra but it's also secondary to the heart chakra and it's all about bringing peace uh and calm and then there's that stone would you recommend that stone if i went to work and my coworkers annoyed me like if i went to work and i was super annoyed mm-hmm. would you that stone? for sure definitely um that probably in conjunction with a grounding stone to keep you grounded (laughs) from not popping off at the mouth uh with some unsavory people at work because lord knows you can't control like who you go to work with Um, but definitely something to help calm you yes throat chakra stone but also something to help you watch your words so what was that stone for peace and what would be a grounding stone Mm, so chrysocolla is one yeah what's that how do you spell that c-h-r-y S-O-C-O-L-L-A. And you said that's in your shop, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what would be a grounding stone? With- oh, like the number one badass stone of all, uh, black tourmaline. That's my favorite. That's my, sa- my favorite protection stone. You said protection stone. What does it do? Mm. Um, so it bas- basically deflects negative energy. It's great for blocking psychic attacks. So that's when, you know, that's when that's when you know twiddledee and twiddledum are in the break room gossiping about you or oh you know we can't stand you or oh her basically people are trying to hurt you with their words Mm. and this crystal is really good at sort of forming a protective barrier around your aura Mm. so that nothing really gets in but it also is a grounding stone to keep you centered I like that. Black tourmaline. I'm going to have to hop on that. That sounds amazing. Because like, literally, I mean, because you can be aware of people talking about you, but you can be very unaware of people talking yes. about you as well. And so it's just like, to have that, just to to have this protection every day, I think is really good. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say that I did get it. How do I use black tourmaline? Do I just hold it? Like, how does it work for me? Okay. So we know in our etheric body, we have two sides. Your left side is your receiving side and your right side is the side that gives off energy. So in order to block anything from coming into your aura or into your your spiritual body, you want to keep things on your left side. So I'm the queen of packing crystals. You can wear them on any side, but I'm definitely the queen of packing black tourmaline in my left jean pocket or my pants pocket or even in your bra. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. You can wear them. Um, You can hold them. Mm-hmm. You can meditate with them. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a question. Um, so you said the left side is the risk is the risk is the receiving the energy and your right side is the giving off of the energy. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't I hold the black tourmaline on my right side if it's giving off, if I'm giving off? Now, you could potentially, but you would be giving off negative energy, but what would be protecting or what would be deflecting what someone's sending to you? Okay, so I would have the black tourmaline on the left side because I'm receiving protection. Correct. Oh. You, want to, you want that to act as a barrier for any naysaying or any negative energy that's being thrown your way. Okay, I got you. I got you. I like that. Okay, so black tourmaline for the haters and the gossipers in the break room. I like that. Yeah. When we talk about self-love, so we talk about, of course, we're selfish, but we always talk about self-love. And I know you're going to mention rose quartz. But apart from rose quartz, what would be some stones you would highly recommend for self-love? But we have all different aspects of self-love because I would be like, well, if you love yourself, you'd want to protect yourself. So I would still recommend a black tourmaline stone. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? So what stones yeah. would you recommend for self-love? Your top, right. your top five. Okay. All right. So outside of Rose Quartz, we're going to push that to the side because that's no <laughs> brand. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Y'all should literally go to her shop and buy Rose Quartz if you don't have it yet. Like, <laughs> you should have that. True. true, true. So I would definitely say, um, again, Black Tourmaline for that protection. Okay. Another one. Um, if we're speaking of protecting and grounding and protecting your energy, protecting your neck, um, I would definitely say smoky quartz. It's almost, it's very similar to, it's brown and um, it can sometimes be opaque, but it's pretty much a clear brown stone. Um, and I would say that's amazing uh, for protection, but it's also really good at transmuting. That means taking negative energy that's being thrown at you or negative energy that you may be holding and helping you um, change that into something that's more positive. Like so that. it kind of pull you out of your funk if you're in one. And it's so still- recommend that for depression? That definitely can be one. Um, but if speaking of depression, and another great self-love um, crystal is lapidolite. 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 Yes. Cool. Lapidolite. Yes. Um, it is light purple in appearance. Okay. Um, it kind of has a metallic sheen on the outside, depending on um, if you've gotten it tumbled. It also grows in sheets. It also grows in regular rock formation. But it actually contains natural levels of lithium mm-hmm. in a way lithium is a mineral used in antidepressants it is wow i didn't know that yeah yeah that's pretty cool okay what would your next two be all right amethyst for sure amethyst is um one of those dual stones also linked to both your third eye and your crown chakras but it's amazing for um relieving stress okay it's amazing for good energy. It's amazing for um, helping you get into your meditative practice. Yes. And it also, in the ancient days, it was thought of as a stone of sobriety. Mm. So you know, if anybody's dealing with some stuff, yeah. that's also a good stone to sort of help you through that. So if somebody's um, sober and wants to remain sober, you would recommend amethyst? Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. Nice, nice, nice. And what's the last one? Oh, man. All right. I like, I'm going to say rhodochrosite. Okay. How do you say that again? (laughs) Rhodochrosite. Okay. Why? Um, It's 
still a heart chakra stone, but it's amazing. It's love, it's forgiveness, but it also deals with your self-esteem, mm. how you view yourself. Mm. So I feel like it's rose quartz on steroids a little bit. <laughs> um, it's, I like, I like it. It's touch on self-esteem. So if you're dealing with self-esteem, ladies, that would be a good one. Now, my favorite stone or one of my favorite stones is citrine. Now, yes. why do I love citrine? Because of prosperity and abundance. But can we talk mm-hmm. about citrine real quick? Because if we have self-esteem out there that want to attract more prosperity, that want to mass- manifest some things, that want to manifest some money, what is so good about citrine? Ooh, citrine, known as the merchant's stone. Mm. So if any of your selfish babes are business owners, yeah, need a piece of citrine, you got to carry it with you at all times. <laughs> um, citrine is just fantastic. It's, it's an uplifting stone. It's, um, it brings in joy and happiness. Why? Because you're busy securing the bag. <laughs> um, but it's great for bringing in prosperity and wealth and abundance. And um, it's definitely one of my favorite prosperity stones, for mm-hmm. sure. So my citrine, I have a citrine in my wallet. I carry that in my wallet because I always want to make sure I'm fruitful in my funds. And like she said, as well as fruitful in my business, because money is very important to me. Um, I have a question about using crystals in different ways, right? So we can hold them, we can carry them, but sometimes I'll even put certain crystals in my bath. I've heard of infusing your water with crystals. Now, what is your take on some of those other ways that people normally wouldn't think to use crystals? Mm. I think everything you mentioned is great. Mm -hmm. Um, I think crystal elixirs are amazing. So that's when you guys are putting your crystals in your water. Um, I'm all for that. I do that quite frequently myself. What do you do? Step by step. Okay, perfect. Um, Let me tell you why I do it. I do it because uh, water is almost like a liquid crystal, if you will. Water can be programmed. You can speak over water. Mm -hmm. Uh, There have been plenty of experiments where, you know, people speak over water and it forms certain formations. You know, they'll speak life over water and it will form a particular formation. They'll speak death or, you know, um, bad words over water and it reacts. So water too is an amazing conduit for your intentions and what you're trying to get. Um, Now, what I will do, and you want to be careful, um, we're all adults here. Don't go choking on any crystals, but (laughs) you got to put the disclaimer out there. But what I'll do is take a, a glass of spring water. Yeah. I will, um, put my crystals in. I will then pray over it, speak over it, do my thing. I'll usually cover it up, let it, um, let it, you know, sort of marinate overnight, if you will. And then I'll get up. I'll speak my intention one last time. Uh, you can remove your crystals if you feel the need to, but I'm pretty good at not swallowing my crystals. So, (laughs) and then I will, I will take it back and you literally do nothing else because you've set your intention over that water. I like that. And so if you don't mind me asking, would you be able to give an example of a prayer that you usually say over your water or just something that you would say over your water? Hmm. And I know it depends on your intention, of course. So it does. Talk it about does. the intention, whatever that may be, and then you can talk about your prayer. Okay, so simple. Since we were just talking about citrine, um, yeah. my one mantra or you know affirmation that I like to use for myself and over my businesses, I am building a legacy that my children will live off of. I love that. Um, And it could be as simple as that. Literally, Um, you program that water and those crystals with your intention and you throw it back. I like that. You know what? You know, 
because you know what the selfish babe app we give out affirmations we have selfish affirmations so i think it's just a wonderful way selfish babe you can literally choose any one of the selfish affirmations that you've even had that you were like oh i really love this one i really love this one get you a crystal you know that's going to help manifest what it is that you want to manifest for yourself put it in your water speak that affirmation over the water feel it feel that energy as well cover it like she says leave it overnight in the morning you could take you could take the crystal out or you keep it in and then you drink it but this is another wonderful way where you can incorporate the selfish affirmations as well as crystals to basically help change your energy and navigate that energy because i know we've talked a lot about intention and why intention is very important and i talk a lot about why it's important to realize the physical world that we see here, but as well as the unseen world that you may not see. So she just talked about water. She just talked about the way that you speak over water and how there's literally different molecules and stuff changing because you spoke over your water. Now, to your physical eye, you may not see that, which is why I think it's very important to just imagine shit for yourself. Because if you have to do this, if you have to sit there and speak those good words over your water, just imagine the molecules changing. Even maybe imagine the water changing to a, a great, beautiful color that you like. But I want you to be like oh, here, but not here, almost, so to say. Like I want you to imagine those things for yourself because we have such a big unseen spiritual world that is really acting on you know on behalf of us if we want it if our intention says it to where we can see stuff physically manifest so she just spoke about creating a legacy that her children can eat off of do you understand like how big that is like that's generational wealth for generations, for generation, for generation, for generation, for generations to come. And she's speaking that now. And so then as her children continue to grow and they have children and they have children and they have children, she has been manifesting this from years before. And so she may see it now, like in a couple of months, in a few weeks, it depends, you know, how fast it manifests. But it's just the fact that we're working with the unseen world to bring in physical things that we want. And so in terms of why you should fuck with crystals, I think this is a wonderful way to really fuck with crystals and really create something. Because when we're talking about creation and sex, all of that is just birthing something, really. That's what you're doing. It's like... Um, I don't want to say quitus, but it's like almost you're having sex without having sex in the way that we think about having sex. You're creating something. We're wow. birthing something from that creation. And so your words are so powerful. The energy from crystals, the energy of the water, we're all using this stuff so we can bring things into our physical reality. I'm so glad that you talked about that because an example is like, let's say, let me see if I want to have a bath, right? If I wanted to have a bath, where I'm a selfish babe that may not feel as confident in myself. Um, I mean, I feel as confident. I don't speak up for myself. And I'm just really feeling down about myself. But I know that I want better for myself. And I really want to be open to self-love. Would you be able to give me three crystals? Three crystals to put in that bath. And I know one of them is going to be rose quartz. So two crystals to put in that bath. <laughs> Because I know we need it. I know we need it. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're very much so correct. The first one is going to be rose quartz. Mm -hmm. The second one, um, citrine, for sure. Why? The joy, the happiness, the link to the solar plexus. Um, to believe, because your solar plexus is part of where your self-esteem comes from. So definitely that. And then the third one, clear quartz. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like clear quartz, you know, sort of doesn't get the attention that it should. Yeah. Um, because quartz is programmable. Hmm. Just like so the water. That. Ah. So you can literally take a piece of clear quartz, hold it in your hand. You can uh, come up with a mantra. You know, it could be as simple as I love myself, but obviously it hopefully would be a little more um, in depth. Yes. But just you know, for, for uh, explanation here, hold it and you speak. I love myself. I love myself. I, and you put everything into that crystal. Yeah. Everything into that crystal. And clear quartz is the only stone that can actually hold an intention. You mm. have the ability to program it. Mm. So for me, when mm. I think about that, I think of clear quartz really being many crystals in one, if we want to yeah. say that, because yeah. it can hold an intention. I think that's really, really powerful. So another stone that a selfish babe should definitely have is clear quartz. And I have a clear quartz and I wear it on my neck sometimes, but I haven't been program programming it the way that you talked about. So I think that's wonderful. And before this podcast and selfish babe, I'm definitely going to have three to five affirmations for you for this crystal self-love bath. But she just talked about having citrine. She talked about rose quartz and she talked about clear quartz because if you are a selfish babe out there where it seems like, dang, like I'm really down on myself, but I'm really open to loving myself. I really want this energy to, to come from within me. I really want to manifest this within myself. Then I would really highly suggest you getting these crystals. I would also suggest you running a bath. And then I would also suggest you speaking these affirmations into your bath and then getting into your bath. And I'm going to give you some affirmations to go along with these crystals that she talked about. And I know that shop at a go is chakrazulu.com, chakrazulucrystals.com. What's the website? I want to make sure this is correct. You got it. It is www.chakrazulucrystals.com. And get those crystals and yes. take that bath because there's so many different ways that you can change your current circumstance. I think that's really the point is the fact that we can change our current circumstances and that certain moments do not last forever, but there's certain things that we can keep consistent in our life, like having more money, like having more joy, like having more happiness, like having a lot more protection as we continue to grow. Right. And so um, certain things we want to have be have and be more consistent within our lives. So I love that. Now, Paula, is there anything that you want to add or say to the Selfish Babe listening? Anything about crystals or any last minute thoughts? No, I just want to say for any of the Selfish Babes out there that want to manifest stuff but don't know how, um, you have to understand um, we are literally wonderfully made. Hmm. Um, You know, the same entity that created, you know, all of these planets in the universe created us as women. Hmm. Um, And I feel so blessed to have incarnated in this lifetime as a woman. Um, We literally can create whatever we desire. Hmm. Like a man can't even go out there and create without first coming to a woman. So please, please, please know your power. Please know that you are both the creator and the created but don't sleep on the fact that you are a creator mm-hmm. and you literally set the tone for whatever you want in your life. It is possible. I love that. Don't sleep on the fact that you're a creator. Freaking like tweet that. <laughs> tweet that soccer screenshot at him and put it up somewhere. Like I love that. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, Paula, for joining us on the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. I'm going to be putting your Instagram information below as well as the website information below in the description. Um, but for the Selfish Babes listening, definitely go on her page and comment. Talk about what crystals you're looking for. Go on her website and purchase because it's literally an amazing crystal shop. She has so many beautiful photos and she's also just so freaking knowledgeable about what they do and i think that's very important is to have somebody knowledgeable about what they actually do why am i getting this and how can i use this so definitely start fucking with crystals because it really matters like you can really upgrade your life with fucking with crystals i don't see any wrong by doing that so i want to say thank you so much paula for joining us thank you for having me (laughs) no problem Hey, beautiful. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know, definitely send this episode to her. Also, make sure to download our Selfish Babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day found in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can also head over to our website, SelfishBabe.com, to join the community. Follow at SelfishBabes with an S on Instagram. Or you can also follow me on Instagram at OlenigayLC. I affirm that you have an amazing day. I will connect with you on the next episode. And I love you. Mwah.